found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do Start just give it all that you got Hey guys, welcome back to my little pod. So happy you guys can join me today. My name is Jay, I'm your host. And today's episode is going to be something really new. Today's episode is going to be about the time that I got robbed. This particular experience was, at the time, really, really traumatic. It really stressed me out. Um, There's a whole bunch of things that went into this that made it such a bad experience, which I've never shared before. And today's the first time that I'm going to be sharing that. Even now, it was quite a traumatic experience. But we're going to go through it. It's not so much of an educational episode today but there are still things that I'm sure you'll be able to pick up on but I just wanted to kind of make a different episode because I feel like it's been really heavy and really educational and really informative and I wanted to take a break from that just a little bit and change it up a little and give you more of a personal kind of episode today. So today's episode is about the time that I got robbed. So this is going back to literally when I first, first started. It was probably the first year, year and a half that I'd been doing photography. So my workflow, the way that I kept backups, my storage, my entire system and the way I worked wasn't up to par with, you know, in comparison to what it is now, for example. So. We're going to go through that and I'll explain, you know, what happened, how it happened, what the results of it were and a whole bunch of other things. But just before we get into the episode, I just want to give a bit of a life update. So me and the family have been quite unwell recently. We've not really been able to do much. You guys have probably noticed as well. I wasn't able to upload an episode this week which is really unfortunate because I've been trying to do it each and every week. Um, But we're here anyway, and we're going to get through it. And we're starting to feel a little bit better, which is good. Thankfully, it's not COVID, but we are still quite kind of fluey. Other than that, yeah, we're in December now, coming up to the new year. I hope you guys have plans. I have quite a few plans for next year. I can't wait to share with you guys. I've just finished up two projects that I'm going to be delivering on my third project. I have a couple of more shoots left for the year and then this year is done for me. But hopefully some of you guys are done as well. We've got a bit of a break just to kind of catch up on editing and stuff. But anyway, let's get into this episode. So, like I said, we first started, when I first started, I would keep one backup of all of my images that would be the raw files as well as my edited images and the reason why I used to keep them was mainly because if any clients lost their images they could contact me let me know and I would have something to give them I just 
thought that's what I would need a backup for. I never imagined that a backup would be stolen. So that was my main reason for keeping a backup. I would keep my backup on an external hard drive and I would hide that sort of in the back of my wardrobe where no one would bother to look. I would keep the other copy on my laptop itself. Again, only the edited images though because the raw files would take up so much space. Just to give you a bit of back history um, because it does pertain to the story. So at the time, me and my wife, we had two cars. Reason being, I had my day job that I had to go to and obviously she had her job as well. She's a doctor, so she had to use the car, get to hospital on time, etc. I would keep my laptop on a drawer that I have next to my bed. It's not a bedside drawer, but it's like a longer kind of desk, a desk drawer. And I just thought it looked really aesthetically pleasing. So I would keep my laptop there so I could come back, open it up, get it on charge and just start editing and doing my work. And on the house itself, at the front, we had a bit of an alleyway on the right-hand side, which was closed off by a door. So you can open that door, kind of go straight through into the back garden without having to enter the house. But we used to keep that door locked anyway. Anyway, moving on from that now. So going back to that point, it was a case of me and my wife would always go over to my in-laws at least once or twice a week. And we would normally go over on a Monday. Funny enough, all of this happened within December as well. So it was all December time. We were coming up to holidays and, you know, everyone is getting excited to kind of have food, chill out, spend some time together. So this was no unusual event that was happening for us. So the day came around and we were getting ready to go over. This particular day, though, it was a bit special because we had been planning to go over on this day because my brother-in-law's wife was pregnant and at this point she was quite heavily pregnant as well and we were going to throw a baby shower we had planned it all and we had told my brother-in-law your one job is to keep her upstairs well me my wife and my mother-in-law and father-in-law were downstairs and kind of getting everything ready and also my younger brother-in-law as well and once everything was ready we were going to let them know they were going to bring her down and it was going to be a surprise so my wife had been baking she really enjoys baking she had made cupcakes she had made these little cake lollipops which are really popular and were really popular back then as well just made some little sweet treats that my brother-in-law's wife really enjoys and we were taking those over so we got ready went over to my parent-in-law's place and once we arrived we started setting up putting up decorations um they live literally six minutes away from us so it wasn't too far at all so we took one of the cars at the time we had no kids it was just me and my wife so we took one car we left the other car at the house and arrived at the parent-in-law's house we started getting things ready and i realized i had forgotten something at home so i said to my wife look i'm quickly gonna just run back grab whatever it is that i need to grab and i'll be back in 10 minutes no problem so i left 
I got back home. As I was coming up the road, about to park in front of the drive, I noticed that the other car was missing. And I was like, that's weird because we're not using it. We're the only people that have the keys for this car. And I also saw that the side alleyway that we have, that door was open as well, which again, like I said, it was quite unusual because we always kept that locked. The house is split into flats. So me and my wife lived on the bottom floor. My brother lived on the upper floor. So he had no reason to be coming down to our floor anyway. So yeah, that that seemed really weird as well. Anyway, I called my wife and I asked her, look, have you taken the car or have you asked someone to take the car or something or what's happened? And she goes, no. And as soon as she said no, I realized, oh, we've been robbed. So I put the phone down and I ran inside, not fully understanding that someone still could be inside. So I went in and I went straight into the bedroom and I realized, oh no, everything. And I mean, everything was ransacked. All the drawers were open. They were tipped out. The bed was upside down. The pillowcases had been taken off. The wardrobes were just all on the floor everywhere. And it was just a complete and utter mess everywhere. I then walked into the kitchen. And in the kitchen, we have like a side door that had been broken in. And someone had literally just walked through the house, taken what they wanted to take and left back through that door. I got so worried that oh no what about my pictures what about my laptop what about my equipment so I run back into the bedroom because that's where I kept all my stuff my laptop was missing so I thought oh no I've lost I've lost my project but at least I've got my camera stuff I looked at my camera bag because I used to keep it sort of towards the foot end of the bed inside of my wardrobe and I had a look for that they had taken it so that meant I had Two bodies that were stolen, flashes, lenses, all kinds of gear inside of a camera bag that you would normally have, all of it was gone. So I thought to myself, right, I'm at a loss. I've lost my camera gear, I've lost my laptop, so I can't edit and I can't take pictures. But at the very least, I have the images that I've taken for two potential clients that I haven't edited yet. At least they're not stolen. So I went to reach for my backup that was at the back of the drawer. They had stolen that too. I now had no camera gear. I had nothing to edit on. And to top it all off, I had absolutely no images for two clients whose weddings I had shot a week or two weeks before this incident taking place. On top of having personal items stolen, watches, jewelry. Me and my wife literally had just gotten married. It was our I believe it was just gone our first anniversary at this point and her wedding jewellery part of it was stolen Um, invaluable items, things that have been passed down generations, they had been stolen too. On top of that, you know, things like TVs and electrical gear, iPads, Apple Watches, a whole bunch of things had been stolen. I let my wife know. I called the police who in response gave me a crime reference number and I asked if they could come down and have a look. They said they would try to. A forensics guy came down at the end of it. He had a look but couldn't find any prints. So that was a bust as well. The police didn't show up, but 
they reassured me that a case officer had been assigned, to which I later found out that that officer who was assigned my case was now due to have three annual days of leave. So he would start working on my case on the fourth day, which was so strange and so weird. Why would you assign a case to an officer who's due to take annual leave? Made no sense to me. But as a forensic guy was working, I was still looking around and wondering what I could do to help or figure out if I could find these people or do something actively to help the situation because I had lost so much. And not only I had lost so much, but the two couples that I had shot for, they've definitely lost so much. And I I wasn't sure how I was going to handle that. So I walked down the alleyway that we have at the side of the house. And luckily, I actually found my camera bag. So thankfully, that was something more than nothing, because I had another wedding to cover the following week. And if my camera bag had been stolen, I had not the funds to buy two more bodies, as well as flashes, lenses. I didn't have that kind of funds to cover all of that. And at the time, stupidly, I actually didn't have insurance either. Um, But thankfully, I found that. But for whatever reason, they stole the backup. And I just could not believe that a backup, a hard drive, had been stolen. I had no idea why someone would steal an external hard drive. So the next day, I woke up early and I thought the best thing for me to do now is inform the clients because prolonging it isn't going to help. So I gave my first client a call. Her name was, let's call her Rose. And she was so lovely about it. I mean, I said to her, look, I'm so sorry. Something really terrible has happened. Someone broke into my property. I had a backup of your images. They've stolen my laptop and they've stolen the backups as well. And I'm really sorry, but I don't have the images anymore because they've been stolen alongside so many other personal items. But you don't need to worry about that. I just wanted to let you know that, unfortunately, someone has stolen your images. Immediately, I offered her a reshoot. I 100% said to her, look, I will give you your money back in terms of your deposit, regardless of the work being done or not, because you're owed that. I don't have anything to give you now. I don't have the images to give you. And she was so lovely about it. She was actually amazing. She's, her response to me was, keep the deposit. We don't want to reshoot. Just move that deposit over to our Willima because we want you to cover that too. And that just blew me away because it was like, I can't believe that you still trust me because, you know, I've lost your images. And ultimately, it did fall down to me. It was my responsibility and I took accountability for that. But the fact that she was happy to still go with me meant so much. So that was an unreal experience in such a positive way. So once I got off the phone to her, I called the second client and she was absolutely lovely too. Again, same sort of scenario. I, I said to her, look, I'm really sorry. I've been burgled. They've taken all of the images, including the backups. And unfortunately, I don't have anything to give you now. Um, I'm really sorry. I offered her the same things. And she said, look, it's not your fault. It, it happens. If I can just get my deposit back, no problem. And, you know, you don't have to do the reshoot. It's no problem. Even though I insisted, she was adamant that, look, it's okay. Don't worry. Thank you so much. And we hope it all works out. 
So I sent her deposit back to her. Um, but yeah, they were so lovely to deal with and I will never forget that. But it was such a traumatic, ex- traumatic experience to have encountered and it really made me realise the importance of backing your images up because ever since then, I have at least three backups. I have one main backup where I keep all of my images raw and edited. I have a second backup, which again, keeps raw and edited images. I keep edited images on my laptop and I have one other backup, which raw and edited images I keep off of site. So somewhere else I keep that. If for any reason I was ever burgled again, the very least I know is I have at least one more copy off-site somewhere else that no one knows about. I also keep all my stuff now backed up onto the cloud as well because you just never know. And after an experience like that, it's the last thing for you to want to worry about. And it's the last thing that you want your couples to be worrying about. So I suppose to some extent, this episode is kind of educational because it really demonstrates the importance of backing up. So yeah, definitely back up. Keep multiple backups. I mean, even the hard drives, they cost like 60, 80 pound. It's not too reliable. So it's probably best to keep at least two or three backups as well as the cloud. But the other thing that really kind of uplifted me was put up on Instagram stories that my car had been stolen, I had been burgled, my camera gear was stolen, etc, etc. And there's so many people that came together that shared that story. People that I don't even know were sharing that story and letting me know. And believe it or not, I actually had a few people message me and let me know that, look, we've seen your car. It was in such and such an area. And they gave me, gave me information on it, which was unreal because like I said, it was a case of most of these people I had never spoken to and yet they were sharing my story and they were getting the word out and it just shows that when the wedding industry wants to come together, it can and it did come together, especially for me and I've always appreciated that and I know exactly who shared my story up to this day, even though it was, you know, years and years ago. Um, So that was a beautiful note for me and unfortunately you know we didn't end up we didn't end up finding the car the jewelry the pictures the laptop any of that but the biggest loss out of it for me was that could have ruined my reputation massively and it didn't it actually helped people come to me and help me in one of the most dire situations that I've been in and it really showed you know who my friends were which I really appreciated and yeah I just wanted to end on that note. It was a really nice thing to not experience because it wasn't a nice experience, but part of it, seeing people come together for me was a massive deal. So yeah, it was really nice. And I think that's a really good note to end on. So make sure you guys back up. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to speak to you guys again soon. Take care. Found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do 
star.